0: There we go. Okay. Yeah. Better? Just, uh, yeah. I don't know what happened, huh? Can you hear me though? Oh
1: yeah, man. I got you loud and clear.
0: Okay. Good, good, good. What's oh, good, oh, my man? Fuck, dude.
1: I'm, I'm sore as hell, dude. Not even gonna lie.
0: You went to the gym? Uh,
1: no. With the uh the whole virus thing, my gym is uh shut down till the 1st of April. So,
0: so I, bought, on.
1: Uh, I bought some weights. And I've been doing some exercises at home, and I don't have all the equipment I need. So my body's a little bit more sore because it's not used to it. But it's okay.
0: Dude, that is great. Because I actually did the same thing myself. My gym's closed for like two weeks or just, I guess, to further notice. But Mm -hmm. I went and bought some weights and just been doing the same thing myself. Just some home workouts, and it's been going pretty good.
1: Uh, Dude, the internet's like the greatest gift because, like, there's so much on there. I found... Um, like 10-leg exercises. There's tons of arm exercises. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have this shit, you don't really need to go to the gym. The gym's sort of just, like, more convenient
0: than anything. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly, yeah. They have have every weight. They have all the machines, you know, all the cardio. So it's just easier. It really is. I
1: mean, you're really, like, here's the way that I look at it. You're renting the stuff when you go there.
0: 100%, yep.
1: Right, and that's the way I see it. Right, like it's like a timeshare. I'm I'm sharing those weights, so like the more I go, the more value I'm getting out of my my trips.
0: Yeah, that's, right? that's true. Yeah.
1: But the biggest thing that I'm missing. So I don't know about your gym, but mine has a uh, um, a hot tub, sauna, and steam room in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really missing the hot tub and steam room.
0: Yeah. Same. Right. Steam. Too yes.
1: Oh man, like it's it. There's nothing like it, dude.
0: No, after a hard workout, yeah. I mean, like you just you just. I don't like being sore, and then like I know, like after I leave the steam room or the sauna, like I'm just not sore. So
1: yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, man. So all right, so like what what's going on with you? What's new?
0: I mean, like like I was, like I was kind of telling you um, on email, reading the book. Um, Mm -hmm. man, I just learned so much. I mean, honestly, you know, I feel like it was a lot of things I would like speaking to me that kind of like stuck out to me that I felt like was for me. Um, so I really just really connected. Um, I guess that's what I can say. I just really connected with the book.
1: Mm -hmm. That's super dope, dude. Is there anything that, um, like, is there anything that comes to mind that like popped out to you?
0: uh the I think it was the root method, oh yeah, 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 that thing's a trip, eh, yeah, dude, I feel like a lot of people need to they need to read the book first off, but they <laughs> really need to look at that it's like the last part about the root root association method, yeah,
1: yeah yeah dude that that has like that alone basically is the reason why I wrote the book, wow. Or was like able to. It broke me through so much that I was no longer blocked by like old shit and was able to take in new information, and that's what the book was. Yeah. Right. But um, that's also what helped me um, with all of the people that I was dealing with on Twitter. That's what I was using to help them. Mm. Right. <clears throat> it's a it's a dope method give me uh give me a second i'm just making a smoothie
0: gotcha okay oh that sounds Um, eat man i need to make me a smoothie yeah
1: i'm uh i'm just gonna try and block the sound so is this too
0: loud (laughs) no that's not too loud okay
1: i do it uh I do it in two parts. I get like the banana, the protein powder, and all like the vitamins and stuff all mixed up first because I don't like peanut butter sticking to everything and then mm. I put the fruit in and then and then i add uh then I add frozen fruit to the mixture
0: mm.
1: right A lot of people add like ice and shit. you don't need it when you have frozen fruit
0: mm. I need to start adding some frozen fruit to it because I mean, I don't, I haven't made a protein shake in like a week, but I just, I just, I need to because as much as I work out, you know, I definitely need to make some more shakes. Well, dude,
1: what you're putting back into your body is just as important as what you're kicking out, right?
0: Yeah, of course. So, like, get on it. Just kidding. I got a blunder upstairs, so I mean, nothing's stopping me.
1: And you know what's funny? Let's talk about that. Because there is nothing stopping any of us from doing what we want, right? Mm -hmm. Except for us, right? I think that's, um, even though that's not in the book, that's pretty much one of the messages out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Is we're the reason why we are where we are. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you are in the spot you're at because of all of the choices you've made in life. That's the last chapter of that book, right? Yeah. Choices, right? But it's true, right? You are the combination of all every single experience you've ever had up to date to right now, mm-hmm. and that's basically it. You don't like what it is. You got to make different choices, and you can go down a different
0: path. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I agree. You have to, like you're saying, like obviously you hit that a lot, but like you're saying, like responsibility for our own actions we do and you now a lot of people just can't do that no well
1: a lot of, it's not even like they, they can't do it it's they choose not to do it yeah right that's really what it comes down to man like I remember taking this course once and in like the more advanced course they taught us about like butts and can'ts and tries and can't if you really want to look at it another way, instead of saying can't from now on, like if someone says, hey, do you want to do this? And you say, I can't do this. Right. Or, or something like that. Instead, say, I choose not to do this. Uh-huh. Because that's really what you're saying. Uh-huh. Right. You are choosing not to do this. Right. So like when someone says, I can't make time for you. They're really saying I'm choosing not to make time. Right? If they're saying, I can't lift this, I choose not to lift this. Because, like, there's always a way. There's always a way. And we choose whether or not to do it. I agree. Right? Like, think about it this way. Let's say that we wanted to go to the first floor of a building, and the only way we could, or like, let's say that we wanted to go to the 10th floor of a building, and the only way to get there was by the stairs. How do you get up there if there's no elevator working? Right? Uh-huh. You have to take the stairs and the only way to get to the 10th floor, taking the stairs is taking it one step at a time usually. Uh-huh. Right. But most people look at the 10th floor. They don't see the first step. That's where they get lost. Uh-huh. They look at the end result and they say, I can't do that. And they're absolutely right. But what they're really doing is they're choosing not to do it because they're looking at the 10th floor they see it impossible because they haven't because maybe they need to learn everything on the fifth and sixth floor and the seventh floor before they can get up to the 10th. Right. Like there's so much more to it than just, we want to like go from the first to the 10th floor as if it's the internet. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Uh, Can you still hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear.
1: Okay. So, Is this too loud?
0: No. Not at all. It's about
1: it's about to get louder. Hold on.
0: No, you're all good, man. Do what you gotta do.
1: Okay. Uh, see? Told ya. Loud as shit. I need to get a new blender for sure, man. I'm sure that this one's from like the two thousands. It can't be that old or it can't be that young.
0: Yeah. <laughs> can't be that young.
1: But let's let it go for a little bit more. I like it, uh I like it really thick, but blended as fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how I am too. Yeah. I don't like it.
1: There we go. That's good enough. Uh, the other thing that I've been um really focusing on Is when I complete a task or like when I do a task, I do it to um, completion, which also includes washing everything right after I do it. I remember uh, I I read uh, briefly up on to like refresh myself on like what it is to be a monk. And one of the tasks of being a monk is that they only do one thing at a time. And they do it to completion. Are you still there?
0: Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you, brother. But did you hear what I said?
0: Yeah. So, like, it just seems like they're just trying to focus all their energy and everything towards that one goal. I feel like that's how you get it done. You know, it's just our energy is so scattered whenever we're not focusing all our energy, yeah. you know, into one thing at one time and one place. Yeah, so, man. I agree.
1: Like, we don't, we don't know the, um, we are just finding out now the, um, God, it's not consequences. That's not the right word, but the, um, blank of, um, like human beings, dude, I guarantee you human beings have PTSD from notifications, mm-hmm. right? Not getting notifications, getting a notification, not, you know, like that, the, you know, like think about it this way. You fall, you, you like this girl, right? You mm-hmm. really like this person. And every single time your phone goes off, you get excited. Why? Because it could be her, right? Mm-hmm. And you check your phone and you're just like, oh, it's her. So you get even more excited because you were correct on your assumption. hmm But eventually, she either stops messaging you or you get in a fight or that ding starts turning against you because every time it goes off, it reminds you of everything you lost with that person. Mm -hmm. Right? So what used to be such a great, fun time is now filled with trauma and whatnot because you guys no no longer have that same feeling. So every time your phone goes off, every time it buzzes, it gives you a little bit of like anxiety or depression or whatever it is. It triggers you into that state. Human. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure all human beings have that. Like yeah. if you've been on the internet, you have that. Mm-hmm. Right. If you've ever like think, but think about it. Like how great is it to get a notification from somebody? Yeah. Right. And then you continue to do that and your relationship grows and grows and grows and grows. Like I, dated every single girl that I dated or like tried to date online has basically ended up in this pattern of everything's dope at the start as usual, because it's supposed to be, if it's shitty at the start, you probably shouldn't be even trying to be in a relationship with them. But what happens is, is that I get super excited about everything. When my phone goes off, I'm elated. Um, When they message me, I'm super pumped. And, Eventually, they get busy or something happens and we slowly fall out and I can feel it in my gut and I can feel it in my system. And every time that they don't message, that builds up. So when they used to message every like once, twice, three or four times a day, now they're only messaging one or two times. And those gaps in between fuck with me greatly. Going, why aren't they messaging me? Why don't they want to talk to me? Why do they want to talk to everybody else but me? Right? And I go down this list of all of these things that fuck with me. And then a message comes in from them. And I just go, like, it it causes this, like, mad anxiety to go through my system. Mm -hmm. Right? Of just, like, um, I can't even, like... I don't even know how to describe it, but it just like it really feels like shit. Mm. And I know that I know that then the relationship is slowly going to be over Mm -hmm. and it's only a matter of time. But what sucks about it is that even though the relationship ends and I no longer talk to them, every time that my phone rings after that for a while, it still causes the same trauma. Because I built the expectation in my head of being excited at the beginning. Mm -hmm.
0: I agree. And that's why a lot of times expectations can be your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. Expecting anything outside of yourself, anything that's outside of your own will, you know what I'm saying? What you can do, expecting something from somebody else, whenever we all know you're most likely going to get let down eventually. Eventually. Mm -hmm in some way or not, so... But,
1: but again, only if you have those expectations. Yeah. If you don't, like, let's say, you know, like you and me, we've been, what, planning on doing an episode for at least a week now, Mm -hmm. right? If we both had expectations that we were going to record last week, you know, like, I think either one of, like, one of us or both of us would have been upset about something. But, Since we don't have any expectations on when we record, we just, you know, like, have the time and we record, shit's just better, isn't it? Yeah. Right? There's no pressure. There's no stress. We're okay, right? You get to live your life without, like, worry about shit. I get to live my life. And that's a big proponent of it all, too, right? Mm -hmm. Is the worry we go through about, like, what's going on. And then we build shit in our head and eventually like i don't know if you do this dude but i used to do it and i don't know if i still do it i might but i build scenarios in my head of what's going on just to try and make sense of shit that i don't know
0: Mm -hmm. no i do the same thing Mm -hmm.
1: right and like um you know it goes back to you know we've talked about this tons of time about people and their time and how they spend their time and When they don't make time, I make stuff up in my head about what the fuck they're doing to try and justify why the fuck they wouldn't want to talk to me. Uh Right? And what I'm learning is that's not necessarily always a positive thing either. And I don't really know what to do about it because deep down, I really want someone that wants to be in a relationship with me I don't know if that's ever going to be possible. Right. But on the reverse end, not supposed to have any expectations. So now every time I meet somebody or meet a woman, I don't expect anything. But my heart tells me that if they don't have time to talk to me, I'm not important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so I agree.
0: Right. I could not agree more. Uh-huh.
1: Right. So I'm just dealing with this like cycle and circles, which goes back to the book.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Everything. Right? Is a which, cycle. Everything has cycles. Yeah. Like the season. Yeah,
1: man, exactly. Right. Like, did yeah. you 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 do understand that the concept of cycles and uh, what st- stages is beyond what I wrote in that book. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the importance is to be able to recognize every single pattern every single cycle every single stage within cycles that you go through so that you can break those cycles and patterns and make new ones you are never going to be cycleless trust me on that
0: you but you can put the right ones in and you got to implement the right ones that are going to help you you know yes. in whatever you're trying to do because i mean you can be in a negative cycle you can be you know what i'm saying or you know just just one that's not helping you that's not bettering your life you know that's right compared to one that is better in your life. So I guess this is what I'm trying to say.
1: Well, yeah. And like there's, there's the main, like there's your lifeline cycle, which is filled with ups and downs, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: what it is, is managing the ups and managing the downs, right? And creating and then recognizing the cycles and stages within your up phase and the cycles and stages within your down phase and recognizing that an up and a down is one cycle in itself, and that up is a stage, and down is a stage.
0: hmm
1: And you go through both. Think about it. How do you, if you climb a mountain, how the fuck do you get down?
0: Take your time.
1: You got to climb back down. Right? Yeah. Right? So, like, if you have really good times in life, do you know what else is going to happen in your life?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, some really bad times too. Yeah, trust me on that. Trust oh me. yeah. Right, it's yeah. how it's how we deal with that. That
0: makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like we're supposed to live our life just more neutrally, like not not just too far in to happiness. And not too far into negativity and, 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 you know, and and just, I don't don't know what else I'm trying to say, but just not too far in either spectrum, you know, stay, I'd say, obviously, on uh, a happy, on the happy spectrum of, you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to be depressed every day. That's not what I'm saying, or just down, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is the biggest highs, just like the stock market, the biggest highs means that it can just drop even lower. Our life is like the stock market. It is. It very much is. Right? Like, um, and and
1: like within that too, right? Okay. So I don't know if you remember the chapter of emotions Mm -hmm. that I wrote. In there, I write about um, liquid solids and gases, right? Uh And how it's important for us to stay in like a liquid state of mind, which Mm -hmm. Bruce Lee talks about constantly as well, Mm -hmm. right? Think about it. We are 75, 85, 95, whatever five zero you want to put to it, water. But we are a high amount of water, right? The majority of our body is water, mm-hmm. right? Water is a fluid. It's a liquid state. But when heated too much, it becomes a gas. And when cooled too much, it becomes a solid. Our root chakras are hottest our crown chakras are coolest, right? But now if we think about it, anger's... uh, Would you say that anger's a more... um, Like, think about anger as an emotion. Mm -hmm. Does it represent ice or does it represent steam?
0: Uh, I I, I say steam.
1: Right, so it'd be a hotter emotion, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Right? So, red in the chakra system... Like, and if you think about it, um, and, and really, if you think about it in general, like, um, red is a hot color, right? Red is supposed to be like the hottest, basically color, right? In a sense. So, um, if anger is red and anger is, is hot, then if, you know, like, then fear is cool. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you think about it, you, how can you get numb if you're steamed? Right. Numb is a, is a frozen state. Mm-hmm. Right. So we, um, you know, so those are the two states that most people are stuck in for most of their life. They're either in anger or fear or somewhere in between that. Mm-hmm. And what I proposed in the book is that we are meant to be liquid or fluid. And our wavelength is supposed to, if you look at, do you, can, you, can you imagine and picture the chakras in front of you Let go through the body, like mm-hmm. um, the blue chakras in the throat and the yellow chakras in the solar plexus, right? Mm-hmm. So in the book, I talk about how it's important for us to bounce between the blue chakra and the yellow chakra or sadness and joy. If you can live the rest of your life bouncing between sadness and joy, meaning You 100% enjoy the experience you're going through. And once it's over, debrief, be sad, cry if you need to, let it go, and get back on to the next thing that you can enjoy. If you can do that, you're going to live a very fluid and possibly great life. Mm -hmm. But what normally happens is we fall we either fall into sadness, no, sorry, we fall into fear or we fall into anger. Right? And when we fall into fear, we go through depression. Uh And when we fall into anger, we go through aggression and rage. Uh Right? So... Um, and then if you think about it so now imagine again the chakras and imagine all seven so like the crown at the far or at the very top above your head and the root in like basically um not your feet but just like the bottom of your torso Uh right um and then um obviously orange yellow green blue and indigo are in between those right what i was talking about was a very short and quick wavelength jumping from yellow to blue to yellow to blue to yellow to blue, going up and down in that form. Think about how quickly and how many times you pass the green line, which is basically peace or like your heart center, right? That's the goal. The more times that you go and touch your heart center, the more aligned you are with who you are. So, if you are constantly jumping from anger to fear, which means that you're going from your root to crown, down to your root, up to your crown, down to your root. Think about how much longer that is and how less you're touching your heart center in your life. Man. Because your wavelength is so it's why you're slower. It's why like like people operate slowly, why people fall, why people don't accomplish as much in life is because their wavelength is super slow because they don't touch their heart center as much. They may touch it, you know, like how someone might touch it if they're going from um, joy to sadness. Like if they go up to to sadness, down to joy, they touch it once there. But somebody else will continue going down to, you know, like um, excitement and aggression, down to anger, and then they'll go back up through excitement and aggression, back to joy, and then touch their heart center again. Uh Think about how much longer it is when you add those other steps into it than just going from being in a state of joy and going, oh, this sucks. I know it's going to be over expressing that you're sad about it so that you jump into sadness instead of falling into rage or anger about being mad that it's over. Like, think about relationships, Uh right? Imagine if you could have just been sad about the relationship that you were just in. Let it go and moved on. Uh and got back into joy, right? But instead, just like me, just like most people, you more than likely fell into all sorts of emotions, Uh right? And that increased your wavelength, which means that you touched your heart center less and less during those periods. Uh And you you weren't basically feeling like you.
0: Yeah, no, I agree,
1: yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So you're you're basically saying like our heart, our heart center is our authentic, authentic selves. Yeah, it's basically your soul. Exactly, I could not agree
1: more. Right, your solar plexus is where the spirit resides. Ego is more in the throat. Yeah. Right. It's your expression. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, even though it is like identity and all of those things, and like here's something to think about, dude. And I wrote it in the book too. Right. Um, would you would you be okay going back to um basically um Morse code to communicate with people like dots like that like dots and spaces dot 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 space dot 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 space you know like those kind of things mm-hmm. right uh-huh. to communicate like or are you You know, like, would you rather communicate where we are today with the technology that we have? Probably today, right? But we, as a society, use... um, We use old technology when it comes to thought. Like, we haven't updated our concept of ego since Freud. And Freud was, and I'm going to look this up just to be correct. Um, Sigmund right like is the the main this is the main technology that we use about the ego and he died he died in 1939 so it's almost been a hundred years it's been 80 years since he's been dead Mm. and we we still use his theory of what ego is and haven't really had it evolved but like look at technology look at communication communication has evolved over time almost everything has evolved over time except for our concept of this and i think it's time that we update the ego as well Mm -hmm. right it's your operating system if your ego sucks it like if you have a bad ego or a strong ego if someone says that you're egotistical it's just that your programming sucks It's not like you're a shitty person. It's just that the programming, the story that you made up about who you are, how you operate in the world and your place and all of that shit is shitty. Uh Right? But if you're a good person and whatnot, that's still ego. Uh Right? That didn't change. Right? So, like, I think it's time that human beings allowed our concept of ego to evolve beyond what we think it is. Right? And and look at it as, and this is how I look at it, okay? Uh-huh. So, I look at ego as the same as the body. Right? It's the operating system of the body. Emotional guidance operating system. Uh-huh. Right? So, in the book, I talk about emotion, and I say that it's energy in motion. Now, If you talk to any spiritual person, you talk to most scientists, you talk to pretty much almost anybody that has an understanding of something, they will say that everything is energy. But in order to measure energy, to know that it exists, it has to move. Mm -hmm. So energy must be in motion for it to be conscious of itself. Right? And, And so it's emotion so that's what we are light is emotion mhm right so it's we we think that emotion is something that we have
0: i say that emotion is something that we are mhm always in an emotion always yes. always feeling an emotion it's just always changing mm-hmm. constantly changing mhm yeah no i agree that right. right. And so your ego uh-huh. allows
1: your spirit to write coding about you. And while you go through your life experience, you're constantly coding your programming. <clears throat> okay. Think about um, how easy is it for you to drive to drive home to your mom's house or like drive to wherever you live.
0: Pretty easy. I mean Pretty
1: pretty easy, right? How easy is it for to go from where you're living to the gym? Pretty easy. And then going from the gym back home? Still Mm -hmm. pretty easy, right? Mm -hmm. How easy was it the first time you went to the gym though? It was new,
0: so it wasn't yeah, it wasn't something that was just I was adapted to so it was not easy. Right. So
1: you didn't have it programmed inside of you in your automatic program about how to get there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But once you did it more often and more often and more often and more often, it got a lot simpler. You basically, in a sense, mastered going from your house to the gym and back to your house. Mm -hmm. Right. So it became automatic in your system and you could focus on other things and basically probably just get into your car, follow the same route and get to the gym without even thinking about it. That is the same for everything we do,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right? Everything we do. So even the stuff that we don't pay attention to that we are doing, we are basically in a sense creating cycles about that. Think about it. Going from like going to the gym is a cycle, right? Right. If you think about it, going, going to the gym basically is if you bring a bag with you, like I bring a bag because I know that I'm going to go into the hot tub. I know I'm going to need to shower towel off and whatnot. So I need to bring something with me. Right. So before I leave to the gym, I pack my bag. I make sure I have water. I make sure I brush my teeth, put on deodorant. I make sure that I have the gym clothes on. Right. But that's all part of the main cycle of going to the gym. But in that preparation is a cycle in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Right. And within that, there's many stages that are all cycles within themselves as well, right? Like brushing my teeth is a cycle in and of itself. The fact that it's part of my gym cycle is just a stage then, Mm -hmm. right? But in its own brushing teeth, just like packing a bag is a cycle. But now think about it this way. I have now the ability to pack a bag for any type of thing, not just going to the gym because it's an individual cycle, right? Just like showering is, but showering is a part of my overall gym cycle as well. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about, right? Is noticing all of the little things, like in a sense, all the parts to the cycle Mm -hmm. and understanding that the parts are cycles themselves and that the parts have little stages within them that are cycles themselves. So the parts have parts that have parts that have parts. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how we code. So you've coded shit since the moment you were born. The moment that your heart started beating, that you started taking in light, and you were able to basically code your system, you started making up an identity for who you are. Mm-hmm. That's ego. That's your emotional guidance operating system at its base core. And that's what it defaults to. So when we go through life and we hit the unknown, ego takes over, tries to search for every fucking thing that it possibly can look through to, to go, okay, what is our experience from this? Because, dude, that is how you operate in the world. It was new the first time going to the gym because you'd never gone there. Yeah. Right? It is new and it's probably not as comfortable as you are now. Just like you know. anything new that you yeah. were doing, right? Anything yeah. new, right? Dude, remember that at some point, walking was difficult for you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Crawling was yeah. not even in your imagination at some point, like not even a possibility, right? But you went through those stages, even though they were difficult and, and, and hard at the beginning, they became a part of you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? So... Um, But the thing is, is um, you also learned how to walk a certain way. But you can go back and retrain how you walk. You can retrain how you run. You can retrain every single thing that you learned in the past. Mm -hmm. Right. And that will create an entirely new identity for you of who you become. Mm -hmm. Right. And the thing is, is that your ego is smart enough. That if you master a new way of walking, a new way of running, or a new way of living, it will become that at some point and it'll do that just by default. Yeah. But we don't ever go through the difficult and uncomfortable part to
0: get there. Exactly. I agree. I think it takes longer than 21 days to develop. I have it. I think, mm-hmm. I don't think it's really about the days. I think it's just about, like you said, you just keep pushing through because it's more so about how much can you endure, I feel like, to, like you said, it's, all, it's already subconscious that you're going to do it. Already, you already know what it's going to take. You're not going to go back. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to keep moving in that way that you're moving because you've already went so far going this way, going this route. You don't want to go back cause the lights at the end of the tunnel and you can see it. You know, you don't know how long it's going to take to get there. You're just going to keep enduring, you know, whatever you are, you know, and whatever resistance kind of like you're talking about in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. you always you know you need resi- some type of resistance, you know, you do.
1: You need some type of force pushing against you. Exactly. Right. Like, um, what we call gravity, in a sense. Yeah. Is yeah. our resistance for growth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Um, can you give me one second?
0: Yeah. No, I just want to get,
1: I, I just need to send, a, a, like, a time-sensitive
0: message to somebody
1: yeah. You're Straight. Um, that's going to bed, so.
0: I am, uh, I'm, I'm here all night, my man. <laughs> awesome, so what awesome. you balance or something, Pardon? I said that's with Jimmy 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 Kimmel. Yeah. So, not on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, one more second dude Yeah, that's good enough. Short and sweet is always good enough sometimes. Okay, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Dope. Okay. Mm. Great. Um, It's, um, it's, I don't, I okay, we're gonna, we're gonna slide to a different topic. It's still pretty much the same stuff and we'll get into like more details with shit, yeah. but, um, so... You know my woes with online dating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I finally... I don't know if it's success, success yet, but I finally found somebody that has basically messaged me back and, like, a decent amount for, like, the time she says she has, which is pretty dope, um, over the last couple of days. And we've really learned to, like, understand each other. So, um, like, today we barely talked, and that's Okay because she still messaged me a couple of times Mm -hmm. right and she didn't have to like we talked the day before about um if she needs to just take like have some alone time because of her schedule and whatnot to take it Mm -hmm. right that you know like i've learned over time that i'm a big boy and i can um uh take care of myself my thing is is that i just want to feel like i'm wanted Right. Feel like I'm important. And she kind of makes me feel that way, which is nice. Like, and everything is just starting, obviously. Right. And I have no clue where it's leading. But um, I just basically wanted to get back to her before she went to bed. But it's dude, it's nice to actually finally be talking and, I, you know, like talking to somebody.
0: Oh, dude, I agree, man. Trust me, I agree. There's nothing wrong with that, man. It's it's nothing wrong with having a good companion, you know. Like you said, somebody to show you attention, you know. Mm-hmm. Show them attention, you know, and just just genuinely vibe with somebody, man. You know, whenever whenever the connection's there, because if it's not there, then obviously it's not going to be a good vibe. But somebody that's sending you good vibes, man, that's always great. It's always yeah. great.
1: Well, and the other thing is, like, she's teaching me a lot on like not necessarily like. Being independent, but um, being more understanding of people's situations, mm-hmm. right? So, case in point, I understand. I'm not going to get into it, but I know and understand why she doesn't have time and has time, etc. Right? Um, because we've actually had, get this, correspondence and dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else that I've basically tried this with doesn't necessarily tell me about their day, doesn't tell me what they're doing, doesn't tell me why they're busy. And that's it's not like I'm trying to be snoopy or anything like that. It basically just allows my programming to ease off a little bit and go, okay, now we can just focus on what I want to do instead of worrying about somebody basically um, piecing out of my life right, or lying to me. Because a lot of people, I think, do. Right? Like, the last um, the last two people. No, fuck that, dude. I'm going to say the last, like, three people or four people that I was um, really considering a relationship with was saying that they were too busy to talk to me. But talking to people on the side. Yeah. And that's not cool with me. If you're too busy, if you want alone time, that means you don't talk to absolutely anyone and you just stick to yourself. The moment that you start to bring out or start to connect with people, that's no longer alone time. Is it like you're not alone anymore, right? So who you connect with once you stop being alone is who your priorities are. And if you're talking to other people before you talk to me, I'm not a priority. I don't care what you say. Right? And that's okay because all it is is a conversation of where I sit in your life so that I can operate and function differently. But on that note, privileges change as well. So if somebody wants all of my privileges, they have to talk to me every single day and make effort.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If they only want partial privileges, then that's okay. But, or, or if they only want to talk to me partially, like only like every two or three days, then they only can get, you know, like a portion of my privileges as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't give them the whole thing, right? But what I've learned from that is... I can't expect people to give me time unless I'm there in person. Yeah. Right. That makes a big difference. So until I have the ability to be where this person is, right, which isn't close to me at all, period, I have to hop on a plane and travel. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not, as, it's not as far as China, but it is almost the furthest point in the United States southeast. mm Right. I think something like that. Right. So it's traveling and I have to get on a plane and I have to go there. Right. And until I can actually be in front of her in person, and this is what I've learned over the last probably year, two years, whatever, until I can do that, I can't ask her or anyone for shit until I can actually physically be there. So there's no excuse not to pay attention to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, like, with women, man, like, they they take – it's just not the same. It's just not the same as online, as in person. Like, you have to think of a woman, like, you can't touch her hair. You know what I'm saying? You can't run your finger through her hair. You know, you can't hold her in your arms. It's just those little things, like, I'm telling you, like, Whenever you do that with a woman, like she's gonna just love to just talk to you because she's felt you in person. Like it's just those little things like to women mean a lot to them, you know. Like they really build a strong connection with you than just over the internet. Like it won't it won't ever be as strong as you meeting anybody in person. No, as you having a a, you know (laughs) some type of relationship, just talking to them (laughs) online. You know, just because just physicality. I mean, of course.
1: And now, There's not the- everybody is like that,
0: though, right? I mean, I feel like women. I feel like women take that like the physical of it pretty seriously. Like for you, for you to be like what I'm trying to say. For you to be like, like, like you're saying, like the one, the one, like that. They don't want to talk to anybody with you have to, like, show them, like, you know what I'm saying, like, something different. And I feel like it just gets to a point, like, online, like, it's just, it's kind of hard to show them, like, in a sense, I'm different, you know, because that's what people are looking for. Oh,
1: yes, 100%. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, people aren't looking for somebody that's just like my ex, like, people are looking for something different. That, you know what I'm saying? So, like, in person, like, You can just show, you know what I'm saying, just obviously being yourself, not being like somebody that's fake or somebody that you're not. And I know you, you know, you would be obviously, but I'm just saying like you would just show more of who you are and that you're different. It would be so much easier for them to really see your true self, you know what I'm saying? And like, they would understand, I feel like so much more Um, just you guys talking, you know, of you just being in person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, honestly.
1: It does make a big difference. And like the other thing that isn't being taken into account, and this is, um, I think, what makes me a little bit different than most people because I just can do it naturally, I think, is in person um, and online are different because of energy.
0: Exactly.
1: Right? It has nothing really to do with being able to touch each other's bodies or hold each other's hands or, um, you know, like putting our arm around their shoulder and having them cuddle in. Like, that's, that's not what it's about. It's about the energetic feeling that our bodies just naturally give off. And when we're together, that middle part in between, that distance in between of how that energy connects to their energy. Right, Because you give off energy, right? You as a being give off energy. And um, your energy travels outwardly towards another person. Their energy also travels outwardly towards you. And at some point, those energies meet. Correct? Mm -hmm. Right? And so those energies actually get to know the other person before you're even aware. And if you can tap into that, then you can actually get to know them. And that's what our intuition is. So Mm -hmm. that energy fires back to us, tells our intuition one thing or another, either a yes or a no, and we decide to either move forward or not. Right? So when we're in person, we can gauge that energy a lot better because you can't necessarily Mm -hmm. fake it. It's a lot harder.
0: And that's what I was saying with the physical. Like it is, it's still like, that's what I was saying. It's, it's, it's energy, but it's still physical energy. Like energy can be obviously etheric and tangible, like, like our bodies are, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that's kind of what I was saying. Like you just, Mm -hmm. you feel that person's tangible energy. Like you can't fake it. Like you said over the internet, it's, it's obvious it's easy to fake it, but in person you can't fake it. If you're a shy person, you know, if you're a real introvert, that's how you're going to be. That's how the energy is going to come off. If you're an extrovert, you know, you're just very outgoing. That's how Mm -hmm. the energy is going to be. But online, everybody could be outgoing, extrovert, you know what I'm saying? But not be like that in person.
1: 100%. You know.
0: Right. Right.
1: And and the other thing is, is that with those, right, um, online though, is most people don't have the ability to, or don't know how to, or just don't, Mm -hmm. um, attach. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas I learned, or at least just somehow know and have an understanding of being able to attach to people from a distance. Mm -hmm. So like what I talked to you about sending my energy out, I can do that over long distances. And my energy can mm. connect to that energy. Kind of like think of a Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. So I can, right, like you and me connect, right? Mm-hmm. So I can throw my energy over to where you are. Mm. Connect into what your energy is over there and get to know you. And that's why it's like comfortable for us to talk. Yeah. Right. And it was comfortable for us to yeah. talk from the beginning because our energy was there. Yeah. Right. Right. But not everybody has has that ability to connect like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what gets me in trouble as well, mm-hmm. because I already know for the most part whether or not I'll get along with someone immediately, like yeah. the moment that I see their After. image or the moment that I see a tweet, I'll know. I, um, mm-hmm. Lando, the 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 first beat of a song, the first note of a song, I will know whether or not I want to listen to the rest of it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Like, and I'll know if I'll like it or not. As fucked Mm -hmm. up as that sounds. I'll just know. Mm -hmm. And, um, right, and it's just um, the ability to attach to that energy. Whereas it takes most people, I think, a lot longer to attach to energy because of one reason or another. Right? Most
0: people are guarded online.
1: I don't give a shit, dude. Do you want to know why I don't care?
0: And that that's what I was about to get to myself, kind of what you're getting to, but now, uh you can go ahead. No, go. Tell me. No, like, just going, like, what you just said, most people are guarded, like, where, were you, were, do you mean by, like, people are guarded like people have a guard up mm-hmm. meaning, meaning like they're not trying to show their true selves Is that what you're saying
1: no like they um they put a guard up so that you can't connect in
0: until they let you so like that's what i'm saying so like they're not gonna they're not um, going think show. of it, no
1: it's think think about it more like yeah okay i think we're saying the same thing but let's um get a middle line here imagine going to a website and um, being able to see either everything or only being able to see a certain amount of content or not being able to see any or or seeing a page where you have to log in, seeing a page where you have to pay or not seeing anything at all. Right. Those are all points of connection. Right. And people that aren't guarded and don't feel like they need to have guards up usually just let people see all the content. They don't give a fuck. Because it's not going to affect them long term. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because human beings, in a sense, don't really fucking matter. And life is really short when you actually think about it. Mm -hmm. And you don't know when you're going to die. And you just have to be okay with that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't give a fuck about, um, I really don't care um, about, the damage people can do to me. Because I know that I'll overcome it. And I also know that at some point. I'm just going to be dead. I'm not going to have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Right. And that that actually. That actually brings me more peace than anything.
0: I agree. No I agree. And yeah that's exactly what I was saying. Just People. In a sense, like people just aren't showing you their true side yet. Like, especially women, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to just throw that out there. (laughs) Especially women, like, they don't want to show their true side to you yet because they've been hurt so much. So they want to just feel you out for as long as they can and then slowly start unpeeling like an onion to you their true selves. What whereas me and you, as you just said, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna be how I am now, how I am till the end. Because I don't care to to mm-hmm. show you parts of me month at a time. And to like no. and like and like strategically like plan that out. Like I'm just gonna show you me and be me. I don't know how to I don't know how to not be me not be down to earth not be in my ego not feel like i'm better than people not be humbled not you know i don't know how to not do how i live i just it doesn't make sense to me i wouldn't i don't know how to do that because i've always been like this so i it just it can't change for some people it's the exact opposite it have always been like that they've always had that side to them that they just want to keep kind of blocked off until they can show people that side, you know? So, I mean, I just feel like it's just subconscious programming that we have. It is. Just running, just running in the back. Because people don't know that they're doing it. People don't, you know what I'm saying? People don't strategically think like, okay, I'm going to just show, show this person this much, you know, and then this much. But they just do it. And it's obvious that they do it. You can just see it. Compared to somebody that just showing you who they are right up front, you can just feel the difference because that person is gonna feel realer. That's showing you who they are right up front. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna feel more genuine. I guess I'm trying yeah. to say. Well, I used to. So there's a couple of things
1: to add on to that, right? One is um, when so. I think a lot of people when they know me or not necessarily know me, but they get to see most people only get to see one side of me. Mm -hmm. Right. And so most people think that I'm one dimensional. They never actually get to see my sense of humor. They never get to see my range of it. They never get to see um, the moment that they start to see another dimension of it. They think that I'm lying to them Mm -hmm. because that one dimension is so vast
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that it seems like that's who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's just who I'm showing you at the time because that's who I think you need to see or what you need to see, right? But that's not all of me. And that's, I think, very important for people to understand is that I'm far deeper than what most people think.
0: Yeah. And that's right? why you got to keep getting mm-hmm. to know somebody. Can't You can't... Yes. You can't get to know somebody in, I mean, a week, two weeks. It takes a while. It really does take a while to fully, really get to know somebody, the ins and outs, you know, what they like, what triggers them, what doesn't. It it takes time. You have to put in time and effort to find those things out because they're not going to really be able to tell you. You just have to figure it out yourself like like a puzzle piece. Mm Mm-hmm. People can't tell you what triggers them. You just have to know it. You have to find out. Exactly. Right? And you have to be willing to explore. Right? Exactly. And the other thing
1: is, is that you have to be willing to see that person, not for who you want them to be. Yeah, that's true. But who they are.
0: Exactly.
1: Right? And then after you see them for who they are, see if they fit into the puzzle position that you want them to go. That's yeah. what I explained to um me and the the current one um, that I'm talking to is like, this is how I see it. Um, cause we went back and forth on like, cause I said something about like the right one, which I get from her perspective. She's just like, I don't really necessarily think that there's such thing as a right one. I think it's, she's more like moment to moment. Like there's a right person you're right in one moment and you're the wrong person in another. And the way that I explained it on my end Was more so that um, it's more about, um, imagine a puzzle, like an actual puzzle with pieces, right? Mm -hmm. All pieces are different. And you're one piece of, you're one puzzle, like you're one piece. And the moment's the whole puzzle, right? And what you want to do is find the pieces that connect to you. And the right ones will connect to you and the wrong ones won't. Yeah. And as soon as that moment is done, you move on and that puzzle is done. So you are now onto a new puzzle and new pieces and you're trying to find the right ones that connect to the right ones. Life is a continuous buildup of moments, a continuous buildup of right people and wrong people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: A moment can last an entire lifetime. Or it can last a second, a minute, or however you want to measure it. Right? It could be dinner, a movie, make out, home. And that can be a moment. Or it could be spending the rest of your life with a person. And in that moment, there are multiple little moments that go on. Right. And in those moments we're in favor with each other and we're out of favor with each other. Mm -hmm. And sometimes our pieces match and sometimes they don't. Mm. But what's important is that at the end of that moment, we make a choice on whether or not we want to move on to the next puzzle together or move on to different puzzles. Mm -hmm. And if we move on to the puzzle together, Right, that continues the big overall moment. But if we move on to separate puzzles, that ends that moment, that big overarching moment. That's how I see it. Right, so I do think that there are right people for us in the world.
0: Oh, I could not agree more, and I do feel like there's wrong. That's why there's seven billion people on this earth. If exactly. not the right one, move move on, man. I'm telling you, right there's one out there for you, there's no way there's not there's too many women that's Get right think, there's there's literally too many women on this planet there's well no dude, way.
1: there's just too many people that's what I like, think saying. about
0: think about everything that you wanna do, right, but as companion that that's that's why I was saying women, but oh, yeah, okay. there's just yeah. yeah, but yeah, people that's what I'm saying, like just people in general, there's so many on this planet, like I mean, come on. You just haven't found the right one. If it hasn't, if it hasn't worked yet, you know, if if it, you know, right. it's just you haven't found the right one yet.
1: Here's here's what I'll say: You're not in the right puzzle. Yeah. Let's look at it that way, mm-hmm. right? Let's get let's let's lose the and then what we're really looking for is the puzzle pieces that fit mm-hmm. that we fit to because like think about it this way, and I and I made it really like I think it's a good example of it. We meet a bunch of people in our puzzle that we really like. But if we're in the center or the left or the right or wherever it is, and they aren't even remotely cleared, like near us, they're not going to fit into where we are. And what we try and do as human beings, we try and fit pieces of a puzzle into the wrong spot Mm. because it works for us.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Not because it works for the puzzle. That's very important for people to get, right? And now think about what happens when you try and fit a piece that doesn't fit into a certain spot. Think about it, what it looks actually physically, dude, right? What's think about a puzzle. Work? It It's broken. It's damaged, right? It can no longer and and it probably can no longer fit in the piece that it used to or place that it used to fit. And we did that. We damaged them because we couldn't let them go and fit where they're supposed to. Mm. Right. So like there is some onus to us in understanding that moments are puzzles. And we are pieces in that and we can be many pieces or we can just be one. We can be the entire puzzle if we really want to be. But what we need to understand is that we can't force people to fit where they don't fit.
0: Exactly.
1: Right. And I've made that mistake
0: many times. Me too. 100%, man. 100%. That's why I'm such right. a big advocate on finding yourself, mm-hmm. you know, truly, because you'll be content with yourself until you find a person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. True. Right. Mm -hmm. And dude,
1: and, and just to like add on top of that, Mm -hmm. that's why I kept it short and sweet with, um, that lady. Cause like before that kind of like not getting any attention Mm -hmm. from somebody would used to like drive me nuts. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And, Dude, you know, people are, hey, dude, I know where you're coming from, trust me.
1: Right, and, and people can say, people can say, yes, that's an ego thing. Because it is. It's just, you, we look at ego differently. Not you and me, but mm-hmm. we as in me and those people look at ego differently. Mm-hmm. And while I understand them, they choose not to understand where I come from.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Right. And so that's why I battle with people when they talk about that type of ego. But it is, it was my programming from events that happened in my past that I couldn't get over because I was too afraid to work on it with those people because I deep down was trying to fit the wrong piece. You know, when you have a a correct piece, a piece that fits. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that sometimes you're so damaged that you don't fit them anymore. Because you've been trying to jam all of these other pieces that don't fit you to fit them too. And you've changed. That's what we don't other, also see. Mm. We notice that that other piece is broken, but because we don't see us, we don't see that we're broken too by trying to fucking fit pieces that don't belong to us. Like don't belong in our area. Don't fit with us. Right? So I've had to, over this process really become good at being alone. Meaning that I just have to be okay with nobody talking to me. Like, dude, I'll go days where I barely hear from anybody in person or online. And I just have to be okay with that. Because unless I'm willing to go and be with them in person, I can't ask for more than what they can give. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that that's a healthy mindset. What I was doing before, which Mm was helping, 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 helping people and hoping that at some point they would help me back. Mm -hmm. I'm now just doing whatever the fuck I want. And if people want to do stuff with me, dope. Let's do shit. If they don't, dope. I'm going to go do shit. Like, I'm not worried about it. And if none of the things that I want to do on this planet get done because I need other people, I'm okay with that. I don't care, yeah, right? Because I've learned something that most people will, might not ever be able to grasp. Lando, it really yeah. doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, would, what, what do you think your effect on this planet will be in 5,000 years?
0: I don't think it'll be remembered, man. Right. 4,000
1: know years? 2,000 years? That's, that's, that's 1, why I think years, this is you,
0: man. Like, I know, like, bro, I could die tomorrow, bro. Like, I don't be, that's why I don't be tripping off shit, like, literally. Like, I really don't. I'm just mm-hmm. so content with life, like, and that's why, like, not trying to bring this up, but, like, with this coronavirus, like, it just shows people that aren't ready for death. Like, it's a that's lot right, more, but, like, I'm telling you, like, people, like, What, you thought this damn Lysol, you thought all this shit was going to save you from death? Are you fucking drunk? (laughs) A face mask? Are you drunk? Are you not forgetting that is right in front of you about to slam right into? You know what I'm saying? Like, people are so scared of this virus and dying from this. What about the people dying from obesity? Oh, Mm -hmm. what about cancer? Oh, Mm -hmm. what about, like, you can't run from it. There's so many different ways to Mm -hmm. die, like, (laughs) <laughs> dude, it dude, just, like it doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't, right? I just <laughs> I more don't know, man. more
1: kids right now. Uh huh. Two two date more kids. Not in the last since the coronavirus has been in the states. Which, dude, to be honest with you, it's been there since the outbreak. Trust me on that. It's been in on the planet since the outbreak in China. China just was first, right, or the first to say it was. Right. Um, But um, more kids, more children have died from flu influenza than the coronavirus as of this date since the beginning of January. Really? Yeah. So like from January 1st to March 18th, more kids have died from flu influenza than people have died in the United States by coronavirus. From January first to January or March 18th, mm-hmm. both timelines, more kids have died. More wow. people have died by heart more people have died by heart attack, more people have died by a whole bunch of other shit, things. Like yes, it is something that is out of the ordinary, but the other thing is is that it's also possibly one of two things. And I explained it to a friend, and it could be both. Um, here's what we don't look at it as. Um, when I say, "Shit," is that my speaker? Is That yours? No, that, that's mine. That's mine. Ah, there we go.
0: Okay. Just, uh, this I, I was being that This girl I was talking to, she's trying to call me. So, nah, but mm. you, nah, you're good. Look dude. at you, dude. Oh no, nah, dude. Okay. She, she, she's, she's not getting a call from me right now. I'm talking to my boy. Make,
1: make him earn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Just. I don't know. Right? Just some. Um.
1: But what the fuck? Were, what was I saying?
0: Um. What were you saying? Oh my god. We're always just flowing. So like sometimes I'm not even exactly thinking. Like I'm just like <laughs> just trying to take in, exa- you know, what you're saying. So like I'm not thinking like okay, what's mm-hmm. the exact topic that we're on? So.
1: Hmm. Mm
0: we're talking about the virus. Yeah, yeah, coronavirus.
1: Okay. Okay, okay. Um it sounds like a scientific term, right? Now, Homo sapiens is also a scientific term. Mm-hmm. And to Earth, Earth could look at Homo sapiens as a virus as well. Mhm. Right. So if we're going to go down that line. If human beings are a species, wouldn't viruses also be a species? You're saying like... All, yeah, uh-huh. all, all, vi- all viruses uh-huh. that have ever existed on our planet to date have consciousness, are alive. That's exactly they are bacteria. what about to
0: say, that they are fucking alive. Exactly.
1: Yes. And they, they exist. They're species. Mm-hmm. But we don't look at them as species.
0: We look at them as just things. Exactly. They're sentient. They're, they're, they're alive. They are. they are. They want to stay yes. alive. That's right.
1: And they try and stay alive. And they, you know, they're, they're just bacteria.
0: And just like your name says host, they need a host. <laughs> they need a host. They need a body. They need something right. to live off. That's right.
1: Yeah. Right? And so... You know, and it's not just humans, it's a whole bunch of things. Exactly. Right. And then human beings go and explore and we try and come up with all of these different um, understandings to something. Right. But, you know, we, we miss the ones that are really important, like, okay, well, what if this is a species? What does that mean? Does that change the way that we look and explore things? Right. I think it does because we need to think and it, like learn to think like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Like think about it this way. When you were playing basketball, like you played basketball in high school, I take it. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Did you guys, were you guys ever competitive enough where you used to watch game tape? Uh, Yeah, we did. Is that not the same thing as just getting to know something?
0: Mm hmm. Getting to know that. Right?
1: Yeah. You're trying to get into their consciousness by watching their game tape.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? That's the same thing. And we need to watch the game tape of this virus. Yeah. Understands how it operates. But on the flip side, if this thing is a... Now, keep in mind, remember that human beings have been cloning human beings for a while. Mm -hmm. And these human beings have consciousness in them. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, they have the ability because what consciousness is, at least in my opinion, is it comes from the earth. So if you can tap in and connect to the planet, you can have consciousness. Anything can, right? The trees have it, plants have it, you have it, I have it, and these clones have it. And guess what else has it? The viruses, the bacteria has it. The bacteria connects in has gone to this and that's what we need to look at mm-hmm. to understand because that's how you learn to defeat your opponent correct mm-hmm. so understand how they think how they feel and then marginalize it mm-hmm. right and we're not really doing that but here's what might be actually happening too is that human beings may have made these viruses
0: And oh, I think every virus is man-made. That's right, not something. And, yeah.
1: Right, and we are about to see some crazy shit orchestrated.
0: Um, yeah, like in my country, in U.S., I think they're about to uh, impose martial law. It's just looking like it. I mean, it's pretty damn obvious. Why else would every single State declare state of emergency. We know was we know what that really does. It, it frees up all these different discrepancies for martial law to happen because you declare the state of emergency. It doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to see through the smoke and mirrors. I mean, it really doesn't. So mm-hmm. me, I'm just I'm, man. I'm just getting ready because, like I said, I'm not. I'm not scared to die I'm not scared I feel like if you're not scared to die you shouldn't be scared of anything honestly if you are yeah. not scared to leave this earth nothing should faze you you shouldn't you're gonna die anyway mm-hmm. oh if you die this way was, was that supposed to be flowers and rainbows let's be real here That's you, right. you know what I'm saying like we think like I just I just want to die in my sleep like we all want to <laughs> <laughs> how many of us are like, come on, dude. Like, we have to be realistic sometimes. Like, I don't know. if Like, people just can't come to terms with the obvious, with what's inevitable. Like, we know you're going to live, you know. I'm saying, like, if, if you get past birth, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you've you been yeah. given life, so you're going to pass sometime. Like, it's, it's literally, like, you can, We are going to run from it? Like. It has to happen, so what are you gonna do in the in between? We all know that's what matters is the in between that's all that matters. yeah what are you doing in between? That's what's worthwhile, not how you pass on this earth. That doesn't matter. billionaires pass just like us. What's the difference? yeah, you know what I'm saying, like
1: Dude, yeah. It's like, how you act. It's how you act to other people mm-hmm. when you when you know nobody's looking.
0: Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right. Which is That's simple, it. but it's the truth. I'm telling you. It is, man. I'm telling you. And a
1: lot of us and like dude, I'm even talking about when we're just alone on the phone mm-hmm. and we can say whatever the fuck we want. How you act in those moments also make you who you are. Right? That's really who you are. Right? And a lot of people are going to find out who they really are
0: through this experience. Mm Mm-hmm. Pressure does everything. I saw something they said uh grapes can't grapes are pressed to make what was it wine yeah i think wine mm -hmm. and something else uh uh, pressure bust pipes Mm -hmm. and pressure makes diamonds so it's like oh yeah and seed seeds grow in the darkness so it's like whenever you're under pressure whenever you're in the darkness you're in a very powerful uh transformational process yeah that's true I'm like that is fucking true. Look at Michael Jordan in the flu game. He was under so much pressure physically, mentally. You know, and look how great that made him. It's true. Do, do you, you want to know? know
1: something? Do you want to know something interesting about that flu game? Mhm. There's a conspiracy theory out there that um Michael Jordan and it's not a conspiracy theory it's known that he was a notorious gambler. Oh yeah, he um, was. There's there's a conspiracy theory that his dad that one, he had to quit the NBA because of it. That's why he had to retire. Um, That his dad was involved in the gambling somehow and that um, shit, where was I going with that? What were you talking about? The flu game. The flu game. Um, That it wasn't the flu. He had been basically like either gambling or partying all night and was sick because of either drugs or alcohol or something like that and he still put up those and he still put up those numbers but it wasn't the flu they just said it was the flu because how do you call jesus christ a basketball an alcoholic or a drug addict
0: Mm -hmm. that's true that's true they masked it Dude, yeah. I agree, bro. Sports are all rigged, bro. I totally agree. <laughs> it's like wrestling. Exactly. It's all fucking rigged. You know why it's rigged? Dude, because it all is for the Emperor. It's all for entertainment. Like yes. we really fail to realize, like, this is all for entertainment. You don't think these people know that? These people know they're just what would baseball be without a crowd full of people? What would basketball be without a crowd full of people? And people watching it on TV.
1: What would war mm. be? What would war be if there wasn't entertainment?
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Think about this. Rome used to be Greece.
0: Moved yeah. to
1: Rome. Yeah. Moved to France. Yeah. Moved mm-hmm. to the UK. Mm-hmm. Moved to the United States and Canada. Mm-hmm. Sporting events are nothing more than gladiator events. Yes. Athletes are gladiators. They're just really highly paid because human beings seem to believe in the system of money, which is hilarious, instead of service and trade. Yeah. Right? And so, like, they'll sell their bodies, right, in the gladiator arena to distract human beings from... What's really important. Mm -hmm. And you know what's really important. You know what is the most important thing. Mm. It's different for every human being on the planet. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with your life. Yeah. That's what's important. Yeah. Who are you. Who are you. Mm. That's what's important. Mm -hmm. Why are you here. They're all Distractions. From understanding and knowing those points. Of you discovering those points for you. Playing sports is one thing. Because it builds discipline. It gets you activity and exercise. Watching it. Watching highlights. Doing. Watching sports for any other reason than gambling. And I mean. Even in gambling, just all you need to do is check the stats. Even if it's um, fantasy football, just check the stats. You don't have to watch the damn games. Because it's wasting your time. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, once you really, like, obviously, like, this goes with anything. Like, if you're not aware of what's really going on. Because think about if they told us the truth of everything. You wouldn't watch sports. You wouldn't watch the news. You wouldn't watch, you know what I'm saying? Because you know it's all fake. They like It's the people that know the, the truth that can see past what they're actually seeing, you know? Like, you yeah. have to have that awareness. You have to already bring that awareness to the event, to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You have to bring it with you. So, no, I agree, though, yeah.
1: Mm. 100% and then, and then people get so caught up like there are people on the planet that know more about football players or basketball players than they know about either their significant other or some of their friends or their, their family and they'll defend these people and they'll defend things like they'll defend decisions of plays that were made like, it fucking matters to them in the lives that they lead. Like, as, exactly. if, as if next Thursday, because Steph Curry didn't come off that screen properly or didn't get the call that he was needed to get called, right, that you're going to have a bad day at work next, two th- like, two Thursdays from now because something else is going to go on. Okay. It, has no, it has no effect on your life. Right? But human beings make all of these, like, things such great priorities, missing out on, like, dude, what is actually way more. Like, dude, this, what you and I are doing right now, is far greater, in my opinion, than watching sports.
0: I fucking agree. Like, because cause I've always been the same way. Like, yeah, I've cared, but, like, I've always, I feel like, had my true values in life in the right places. That's why I've never been a materialistic person. That mm-hmm. tells a lot about somebody too. If they're real materialistic, that tells everything about you. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. That's all. Yeah. You, if that's all you care about, it shows everything. It shows your spirit. It shows it shows a lot. Because yeah. selfishness, selfish, selfless, selflessness. <laughs> if you are selfish. <laughs> can't even say the word. Now, I was trying to say selfish and selfless, two mm-hmm. different words, but if you're selfish, that says a lot about you, too, compared mm-hmm. to being selfless. So, you know, it's just... You know? Yeah.
1: Right? Like, I agree.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? And... Uh, but, like... And that can be with anything. Time, money, energy, resources. Anything. You know, it's not just any, uh, you know, one thing. It could be anything. I mean.
1: And then here is the contradictory point to that to balance the scales.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We only have one opportunity to be who we are. Mm -hmm. You are the makeup of a select coding that can only exist once in existence. Mm -hmm. Right. It is some of that coding had to have exist, like, and all of that coding had to have existed beforehand, except for maybe one or two things that were new, right? Maybe, right? So everything had to happen before you were born, which is phenomenal just to begin with, right? Like even me, I had to be born for you to exist, right? It's, it's crazy. And so, um, fuck, where was I going with that? We were talking about, oh, um, you're never going to exist again, and you never existed before this moment right now. Who the fuck am I to tell you how to live your life? If you want to watch sports, watch sports. If you want to kill and destroy people, go kill and destroy people. If you want to do that, that's not my position to say don't go and do that. Mm -hmm. We only have one opportunity here. All I'm saying is be true to who you are. And go and live that life. If it isn't you, if it doesn't feel like you, don't do it. Even if it means you're struggling for a little while, that's fine. Right? But live how you want to live and take accountability for the choices and actions you make. If you want to watch sports, just understand that that's three or four hours you're never going to get back in your life. If you continue to talk about it, if you continue to watch highlights, if you continue to speak at it in regular conversation with other people, that's more time you're never going to get back to do other things in life. That's that's all. That's all I'm saying. Right. You only have one opportunity to do this and do whatever the fuck you want with it. Right. Uh But be smart with your time. Learn. Evaluate what you, you know, like. And dude. Self-evaluate. Audit yourself constantly. Go, am I still this person that I used to be? You might not be. You might have changed. And you need to update your software and programming to be able to be the new person you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Right? That's why we go through changes. That's why you probably, you know, that's why your relationship ended. You were no longer the guy that got into the relationship with that girl.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, like, in the book. That's what really got me, like, whenever you said, like, the girl wasn't the girl I first got with, like, like that really mm. hit me, like, because it's true, like, that's not the same person I got with. No. Because like, I'm telling you, like, the vibe was different. Like, the whole shit was different, bro. I'm telling you, like, everything was different. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, like, it was were, so. She's a stranger. Was that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's not the same no it's just not there like even if i talk to her now like it just it's it's just yeah it's not the same yeah it's just yeah so you don't know who that is mhm
1: right right and but the thing is is that it's absolutely unfair if see the here's here's the 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 hard part okay um mm-hmm. We have these things called, people will call them like ethereal cords. I call them silver cords. It doesn't really matter. It's a, it's a way to transfer energy, um, but you can't see them. And when we meet people, we connect. So like you and I have cords. And every time that we talk, we build upon those cords that we've connected. You have receptors. I have receptors. Right? So like, hold on one second. Yo. Give me a bit. I'm um, just on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have it pop up in little Okay. So you just come over. And come up. Nope, yeah. nope.
0: I'm gonna put a little bit of that. Ruby gave me like eight months ago. In
1: there. I love it, dude. Right. I love it. Peace. Hope everybody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Okay. So where, the fuck, were we going? We were talking about um,
0: cords. Spiritual cords. Chords. Chords.
1: Thank you. Spiritual um. Chords. Chords. Okay. So. Um, imagine, um, extension cords, okay. Mm -hmm. Silver ones, let's say. And one of them has a plug that plugs into you, right. And you have a receptor. So you have a female end, right. That will accept my, like, let's say, let's go with you and your, 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 um, ex, right. You plugged into her. She plugged into you. Now on your end, your plug is the same as her plug. It's just inside of your skin. Right. So it's kind of like hardwired into your body, but can still be pulled out. Okay, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So now when a relationship ends, usually um, the person will um, unplug themselves from you. And if they know they'll unplug you from them, if they like they'll try their best to unplug you from them, but you really have to unplug yourself from them. Now, if you don't unplug yourself from them, this is what's going to happen. Wherever those connections are in that person is what will be pulled out of you. Meaning that it will rip through. This is why we go into pain. This is like, think heartbreak. It's because you didn't Pull your own cord out. You didn't detach from that person. You stayed attached to them and they left. And they basically, in a sense, by leaving, pulled your cord out. Right? The one that's inside of you, the one that was built for you to plug into somebody else, they pulled that out of you. Or they cut the tie and severed it there. So that you now have to pull out your cord and regrow it. That's what's happened every fucking time.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, like I I just know how you put it in the book. So now I know exactly what you're saying. Like it just, it wasn't a process. It it happened just violently and just, you know, at one time. You know what I'm saying? So no, I understand. Just like the teddy bear and the kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, like that's that's something too, right? Like, dude, I have no clue how you feel emotion. I literally don't. I don't know the strength. I don't know the the propensity. I don't know the intensity of it. I don't know any of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I also don't know your coding and your programming of like what you say is important and what isn't, because that's what matters. It doesn't matter what's important in the world. It's what's important to you because that's how you're going to react and act. Yeah. Right. So um, that kid whose main thing is that teddy bear, for whatever reason it is, it doesn't matter, is makes that kid losing that just as sad as, as bad as this is going to sound to everybody that will not understand this point, somebody that has been molested as a child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's what we make of it as individuals, and really deep down, it's the story we make up about who we are and our place in the world.
0: No, I don't it trust is, me. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I have two little nephews. So I understand, like, how the smallest thing can, I mean, just can be huge to them whenever you're like, that's nothing. Yeah. but you We don't understand, like you just said.
1: Because it's what they made up about it. And until exactly. we can understand, exactly. until we choose to understand that person, we won't get it. Like we'll just be lost,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and 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 causing that person more damage.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. that's you know like we don't we don't ever pay attention to that either.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true, very true, my man. Right, like so you can't really you can't really help them no. until you understand. And you yeah. got
1: to be willing to understand, too, to understand yeah, people. Definitely.
0: Right? Yes, definitely.
1: Right. And that willingness takes time. And, yeah. and actually listening to people. Like, dude, there's, there's so many things out there that people just won't understand until they listen to me about mm-hmm. me. To be able to, like, even fathom just, like, helping me. Because they're going to base it on their understanding of themselves and the world and not of me. Mm -hmm. And how I understand me. Like, dude, think about this, okay? I have at least four extra hours a day more than people to explore myself. Mm -hmm. My mind, my imagination, four extra hours than most people. And... It's not as if I'm a scrub like I'm an all-star at doing that so I'm really good at it so like I'm efficient I've had that time for at least at least 3 years now if not my entire life I've been able to explore and discover a fuck ton about me more than most people so when they come into a conversation with me and they start saying a bunch of shit I can't handle it Mm-hmm. Because that to me is making me go back to like grade two Mike. When I wrote the manual on grade two Mike that they're fucking talking about. Mm. Right. And they're trying to teach me about that as if I don't know this shit. Because they for a second won't stop and they dude, Then they bring up the fact that it's, I sound completely egotistical well, fuck, I know me. I'm not, like, I know who I am, dude. Like, I've discovered and explored myself at least four times more than most people will ever do on the planet. Mm -hmm. Why can I not have the fucking credit for that instead of being looked upon as not knowing and, like, they're, one of the reasons why I'm so far behind in This world that's out there is because when I was fucking 16 years old, I did something that most people can't and most people should never fucking do, Mm -hmm. which is shut down their energetic system. Mm -hmm. I was still growing, dude. I literally am like my shoulders are like completely out of alignment because of my growth, because when I was 15, 16 years old. And that girl was gone for two years. I couldn't do it anymore, dude. I was just, I was literally just like imploding. Mm -hmm. And in order to like save my life, I had to shut down because I just felt emotion at such a high level. And I didn't have anybody around. Like even like I had just as many people. I felt like I had just as many people around then as I do now. Like, dude, I still feel like I have to solve every single issue in my life. And I should. But I feel like everybody wants me to help them solve their issues, too, and get mad at me when I don't. Right? But I'm still left. Like, it's, dude, leaders are not chosen. Leaders are not born. Leaders are just leaders. They just do it. Right? And, dude, I don't want to be a leader of anything. All I want people to do is lead their own life and take notice of other people and understand them for their understanding of them. Like, dude, I want to get to know you as you understand you. Know what I'm saying? No, I understand. Right. It's like um, expecting a Mac and people expect like this is the way I think it is. People expect Mm -hmm. a Windows computer to run like, or like an Android phone to run like an iPhone. Mm -hmm. And Android users want iPhones to run like Android phones. Like they want to run them like Android phones. When what you need to do is learn both phones. Yeah. right. That's what it is. And that's all I'm talking about is we need to learn each other as how we operate, not as how Mm -hmm. we want them to operate. Right, we need to learn how they operate or how they need to learn how we operate, right, instead of how they want us to operate because yeah. everyone has this thing in their head about how they want people to operate because it makes their life easier for them.
0: Yeah, that's true,
1: right? I do too, dude. Like, you don't yeah. think that I want people to be more fucking efficient? Like, dude, you do th- not think that I want us yeah. to be contacted, like, like you and me to record more frequently than we do. And, dude, like, keep in mind that I'm free almost all the time. I can record at any time, right? So, like, when we don't record, it's mostly because you don't connect with me. There are some times when I am too busy, but for the most part, and it's like with everybody, and, dude, it's your life. I can't really say, hey, right? Like, I just have to be gracious and grateful for the moments
0: that we do have. I understand, right? but I mean, I will say, it's your... if I was just, I know, but I'm just saying like, if I was a little older, like I would just have more exactly of my life together, not together, just more of my life kind of... Dude, trust me on this. Same.
1: It doesn't matter what age you are. I always had free time when I was a kid too. And it's not about like your life adjustment. Um, it's just like priorities or, like, doing stuff, and you've been going through shit, just like I've been going through shit, right, so it wasn't, like, we, like, even though I had the time, and, like, I could do episodes, I can't expect you to, while you're going through your own waves of, like, personal shit, to feel up for it, like, don't come surf if you're under the weather, right, I'm not gonna expect that, right, so that's why through, like, you just, like, when you touch base, I, like, I got it, I was, like, Okay, well, he hasn't talked to me in like a couple of days. So something must just be going on with him. And I'll find out when he connects with me. That's basically how I treat our relationship. And because that's how like I've learned how you operate. Right. If it was me, I'd probably be pissed off because I want people to be like, dude, think about how much more efficient my life would be if every single one of my friends could make time for me. I get so much more done. I'd be so much more farther ahead because it would be working on my schedule. But that's not the way the fucking world works, man. Uh Right? So all I can do is accept the times that we have together. Because, dude, we could not be recording at all. Uh And that would suck because then we wouldn't be doing this. Uh Right? So I'm grateful for every fucking time that we get. And I know that I know that I know that as we grow and as we improve, we'll have either more opportunities or we'll grow distant and come back together like just shit happens. Uh Right. Like, dude, me and Casey, we spent almost eight months together. Uh And now we barely talk except for like maybe once or twice a week. Uh Right. Just because of circumstances and whatnot. But. We're working towards being able to talk more. Right? Mm-hmm. We're both we're all like and that's what's important to me. I don't give a shit what everyone's doing. Dude, I'm not ready to You say um uh-huh. You saying like effort. Oh, yeah. Well, like I'm not ready to like really fully take on like everything that I want to do in life either. So like I still have to grow. So I can't expect like mm. other people to as well. And that's what I was um Going back to when I shut down my energetic system, consider this. I was like a 16 year old to like maybe a 21, 22 year old until I was 33. Mm. Right. And it's only been recently because of that girl coming back, my heart turning back on me dealing with a bunch of shit that I've really had my emotional system, like my my um, true ego back on. Right. So, um, it's been, let's say, um, 2013. So seven years, not even six years. Um, so I would be, let's say that if I had kept my spirit going, I would have overcome my trauma in life by the age of 22, 23. And have been in the same spot I am today, meaning that I would be semi-retired. And have a ton of time on my hands. But I would be Mm. super ambitious as a kid. Because I'd be younger. And I would have gone after it. But now as an adult. The reason why I'm so. Like I look at myself as so far behind. In certain things. Is because I was fucking shut off for 19 years dude. Mm -hmm. Or like 17 at least. Right. Like I was. When. Like I was shut off more than I was on. By the time that girl came back. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Right. And I was... If you ask my mom, a completely different kid growing up. But, like, one thing after another, after another, kept falling apart. And I was just like, well, fuck Mm -hmm. this girl left. Okay. Fuck this. Like, dude, I couldn't take one more thing. I literally couldn't. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, like... But... Most people go through life with their energetic system intact. And they just don't do shit about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the book that I wrote helps people with. Is opening or um, um, doing stuff with their energetic system. Basically like reprogramming themselves. Like, dude... When you go back to the gym, start doing this. Start finding the guys with um, body parts that you like, basically. Like, if you like their biceps or you like their, right? Like, get get over the, like, whatever it is to find, like, body parts in men. Not necessarily attractive, but, like, desirable. And just go, oh, I like that guy's triceps. Or, like, I like that guy's frame. Like, I like that guy's shape. I like how that looks. I like that, like... I want to be able to lift like that guy and imagine connecting into him and exchanging your codes of what you like, what he wants, like exchanging code. So like you trade with him on the coding that got him those biceps or those triceps or the shoulders or the arms that he does. And then what you do is you watch the exercises that he does and you do those exercises Like he does. And eventually you'll have the arms like he does because you have the coding and you did the exercises to get those arms. Mm -hmm. But most people don't do the first step, which is connecting in and exchanging code. Mm -hmm. Most people just do the exercises or they don't even look. They just go in thinking that by doing these sets of exercises, they're going to turn out to look a certain
0: way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. No, I agree 100%. And that actually is something I've done um a couple times, you know, like not like all the time, but I've done it a couple times and connected with some really good people. And it's helped me in my workout journey a lot, just knowing people, you know, mm-hmm. who you know from that. What you know is who you
1: know, I feel mm-hmm. like. Well, there's like the quote, you're the average of – um." Your five close, the five people you're around the most, right? And so, like, that actually has a lot more to do with coding than it has to do with you just hanging around them. Yeah, I feel right. Like yeah. you're absorbing, or- absorbing their code a lot. Like, think about like if you were like, dude, honestly, if you were around NBA players nonstop, you may not be an NBA player, right? Like, let's say that you were like. Two of your friends were NBA players. Two of your friends played in college. You'd be somewhere in that level of like where like you'd be good at it. But you may not be professional. But you would be a much better basketball player today if you had those friends. 100%. Right? And it's because you would just be absorbing their code constantly and then practicing with them and basically installing their code by doing the work. Mhm. But that's the way
0: I look at it. Well, I agree. fuck like it is just the coding. Right? Because our energies always mesh in some way.
1: Yeah. 100%. Right? Like we we all have um, we have we all have the ability to exchange code. We just don't know that we're doing it. And that's why, like, energy vampires, quote, energy vampires, um, exist, I guess, or whatever it is, people that, like, suck code from people, in the sense, that's what they're doing, right? Life force, whatever you want to fucking call it, right? Um, That's why I say exchange, which means you tap into their system, you ask them what they want from you and you ask what you want from them, and you guys exchange. Right? Think about it this way. If somebody is 99% done their quest, and somebody is 30% done their quest, that person that's 30% along the way needs a lot more than that person that's 99%. So if, let's say, you have an article that I need, and I'm at 99%, are you still there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Um, But let's say that you have an article that I need or like a piece of coding that I need, and I'm at like 98%, and it'll help me get to 99%. And you need a fuck ton of stuff. I'll just give you all of it. As long as you give me that one piece. Because the thing is, is that once you reach a certain minimum, all of the extra that you have doesn't matter anymore right so like i don't it's not like i'm going to lose the coding when i give it to you all it's ever going to do is incre- it's all exactly. it's only going to increase your life right it's only going to make you either a better or worse person whatever you choose to do with it right but it has no effect on me but getting that artifact or coding or whatever the fuck it is from you means a great deal to me so i'll gladly give an outweighed scale any day of the week to get those little bits and pieces. Cause that's what it's like trying to like complete stuff. And I'm not saying you're at 30%, right? I'm just giving examples of like, I needed to give that wide of a scale for it to really make sense. Right. But dude, that's all it is, man. And, and the other thing is, is that it's not just the gym. Right? Um, as crazy as this sounds, start doing this with women, too. Notice yeah. the women that you like and the women that you don't like. And don't think that every single woman, again, remember, puzzle pieces. Every single woman in the world can be your friend. Not everybody can be your companion. Yes. Right? So, it's up to you. And... Um, so for me, that's kind of like what I do. What I do is every single time that I see a female that I find attractive in some way, I try and figure out what that, that is, what, what is attracting me to her. And then, and then I'll yeah. add that into my, like, the position or the type of person that I'm looking for. And I'll start building an archetype of, like, what I'm looking for. And it makes... Um, it makes it easier for the planet to sort of guide these people towards me. Like, I legitimately had to go through the previous um, issues that I had last year in order to be ready for the person that I'm meeting today. And, dude, if nothing works out between me and this person, she's going to teach me a lot for the next person. Right?
0: Oh, yeah. That is not bad. Right.
1: And that the next person for the next one until that one person comes along that doesn't stop talking to me. And that's all it is. I don't know how much more clear I just need to make it to people. All you need to do is continue to talk to me. And if I like you as a companion and you like me as a companion, as long as we continue to talk to each other, we're going to have a relationship. If you feel like it's more important for you to um, talk to other people more than you talk to me in our relationship. We're not going to do anything. Right? I'm okay with um, them making themselves a higher priority and making their kids a higher priority, but I'm not okay with anybody else being a high, higher priority after that, including families. We are on the same level and within that hierarchy um, it can go your your parents before me and your siblings before me. And more than likely, those close friends that you had understood. I'm never going to come between someone's friends. Right? Because they need them. And, but when it comes to everybody else, if they want to spend more time talking to those people and like, keep this in mind. When I talk about being a companion, um, more than likely I will be there in person as much as possible. And, but if I'm talking to them on the phone and their parents call, if I were to reverse the situation and I was talking to her on the phone, and my mom called, guess what I would do? I would hang up, and I would talk to my mom. Mm -hmm. Because there's no guarantee that out of the two of them, that either of them are going to wake up in the morning, and I have a better chance at a relationship still with the other person. My mom might die any moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying she will and she's still healthy and whatnot, but she's older, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And she also did something that nobody else on the planet did for me. Yeah, that's true. Right.
0: Got to respect moms. Right. A fact, so
1: bro. and but on the reverse, there's no way in hell that I will fight for um, attention against a parent. Yeah. Right. Just like I would never Thank fight you. for attention yeah. on their children. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But if they're making time for other people and saying they're busy, saying they're too tired or just not communicating with me, I'm going to move on and I'll just do it. Like and I'll more than likely do it without remorse because I'll
0: Yo 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 yo. Yo, what's up, dude? Much kicking it, chilling. Where did we leave off? Uh, making time, making time. right,
1: right. So we didn't lose that much. Um. Yeah, I was. I basically like I was just going to sum up because like we don't have to. Uh, we did our two hours, which is always dope, and it's midnight where you are, so might be perfect timing to let you uh, go get some rest but um it's yeah, always tomorrow man you know i'm not always. going exactly right um so i'll wrap up with this um knowing who i am mm-hmm. and knowing what i have inside and knowing um the life that i could offer to somebody mm-hmm. i truly do believe that i deserve someone's attention
0: oh dude i've been told you this that you shouldn't settle into right
1: you. Right. Yeah. And so like, that's the attitude that I have. Right. And, um, right. So that's the attitude that I, that I, that i venture forward with people too. Right. Because, and that's why I get upset and disappointed and sad because I don't get why these other people that will never give you the same thing that I will get more attention than me.
0: Dude, it's like how I've always thought why women always choose all these dudes that I literally know. Like I'm talking like have like, I literally like know these people. I know they treat women like shit. So why are women choosing them before me? I've never cheated on a woman. Never in my life. But you choosing this dude that's done it a hundred times and he gets all the women. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's yeah. just like, you know, you get, you get what I'm saying. It's saying 100%, me. dude. You get what I'm saying? 100%. Like, Like,
1: right. So, like, uh, so that's basically it. Right. Like, that's the way that um, that's, that's how I see it. Right. Like, I just, I feel like, and that's why I get upset. And that's what's helping me with like this, this one other person. Cause like, we actually legit, she actually talks to me, dude. I've talked to, I've talked to her more than I've talked to the majority of my friends this week more, like talk to her more and she has like no time. Right? But the thing is that she's shown that she's willing to make time. And dude, I have I to date don't understand why yet. But she still messages me back. Mm-hmm. And that's worth something to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Oh yeah. So so like as and and dude I mean, I'm not going to get into like specifics with anything, but of course, I don't message anybody if I'm not attracted to them at least physically. Yeah, right. I mean, and,
0: you have to be physically attracted to them. I mean, let's be real. I mean, well,
1: how else do you have kids with someone?
0: That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, come on, you just, just that's just a given. I mean, that's just a given. So no, I agree one hundred percent. Anybody that doesn't agree, you're lying to yourself. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: That's my thoughts too. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, let's uh, let's do a sign off.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, I'll let you take it away.
0: Well, just kind of going off like you were saying. You shouldn't settle anybody. Anybody listening, don't settle for just anybody. Because there's always somebody else out there that's going to want to talk to you. It's going to make time. And that's going to put you first. And that's going to really make you feel good about yourself. And that you are worth something. That you are worthy of them, their time, and their energy. Whenever other people are just in their egos and act like they're better than everybody. So their time, energy is worth more than everybody else's. So they can treat you any fucking way don't settle for those people settle for the right one. That's all I got to say. Awesome. And when you say right one,
1: basically settle for the puzzle piece that fits best with you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That yeah. one. Yep. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks for the show. Thanks for the, uh, the conversation. Always yep. a blast. Well,
0: and, uh, tomorrow. And, um, I know I yeah. work, um, Just like middle morning, just kind of like middle day, maybe. I don't know what this virus will see, but um, I'll just connect with you and we'll get another podcast in tomorrow, man.
1: Sounds good, dude. All right, man. Have a blessed night. Talk soon. You too, my man. Peace. Okay, peace.